Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Advocates Advocates Podcast, the show that is bringing simplicity back into the complicated world of beer, wine, and spirits. I am your host, Spence Craft, and as always, I am joined by two guests. We have to my right the average imbiber of the night, Lane Nunye. Lane, welcome to the show. Hey. And of course, we've got our partner in crime, Kenyatta Samuel. He is going to not be the <laughs> industry professional this week. That is going to be my role. <laughs> and so he's just going to sit back, drink some beer, and let us know what he thinks of them. Yep. Um, Lane, we know Kenyatta is a self-described hophead. The bigger, the better with him. I want to know what's your drinking style. What do you tend to lean towards when you drink? What do you tend to stay away from when you're drinking? It doesn't have to be beer. Uh, we're just looking for a flavor profile. So I tend to like uh, beers like Ambers and uh, Pilsners. I'm a little bit more on the lighter side when it comes to beer. Uh, I stay away from stouts. There's very few stouts that I actually like. Uh, it's just a little too heavy for me. Wines, I like the dark reds. Drier the better. And uh, for alcohol, pretty much bourbon. And that's really about it for me. Uh, all the other liquors are good. They have their place, but bourbon's got a place in my heart. So you, you just mentioned lighter. And being here as a beer tender at Great Flood, I get this all the time. People walk up and say, I want something light. So when you say light, what exactly do you mean? And then I'm going to give some libation education here. And as a bartender, let our listeners know what a bartender hears. Yeah, so whenever I say light, I mean a little less bitterness. I like a lot of flavor, so that's why I like a lot of ambers. But the ambers aren't quite as bitter as an IPA, and that's why I tend to go with, with them. Uh, I like it to be smooth. Sure. It's still a plenty of flavor, unlike Budweiser or something, which is just straight water. <laughs> and Kenyatta, I still like some flavor mixed in too, so sometimes you have to take the bitter end of it. But. Mm-hmm. And Kenyatta, I'm going to throw that same question. When someone says, I like light when it comes to beverage, what do you think of as an individual? I kind of lean towards alcohol. And if you want a light beer, I'm thinking lower alcohol content. So, you know, and I think most of that comes from you know, when I think of a heavy beer, I think of like Russian Imperial Stouts. I think of like big beers that also have 11, 12, 13 percent. Where some of the other beers, like a pale or a Pilsner, may be on the lower end of the alcohol scale. But as we all know, there's some really big pales out there. There's some really, you know, so it it's all kind of relative. But you know, to each your own. Right. And as a, a, a bartender, a beer tender, when I hear something light, I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's light in alcohol you're looking for because you're you know, going out that night and you know you're going to be running a marathon, or if you do mean you know, light color or light bitterness. So next time you walk into a bar, uh, please don't just say, I want something light. Let them know if you want something a little lighter in alcohol or if you don't like bitter beer or if you don't necessarily, you know, appeal to. Um, maybe you taste by sight in a coffee porter, which is very low on bitterness, has wonderful roasty flavors. Uh, since about 6% ABV might be right up your alley, but if you don't like coffee, that might not be for you. Mm-hmm. 
So just make sure you specify what light is. You need to define what is is. <laughs> so that is the education or libation education uh, so far. I'm sure we've got some more. And we have three beers in front of us. Gentlemen, you do not know what these beers are. However, we do taste left to right. That is how we will be going about this tonight. I will let you know all of these do have a common theme as this is a horizontal blind tasting. Horizontal blind tasting means it's all going to be the same style or category of beverage, in this case beer, but they're all going to be from a different brewery. So tonight's theme is hoppy wheat. So episode one we did IPAs, episode two we did pale ales, episode three we did East Coast IPAs. So tonight we're going to actually take it down a notch. We're going to do wheats with added hops to it. Kenyatta, you're making a face. What is your initial reaction here? A little bit out of my wheelhouse, so this got me interesting. So I'm going to definitely learn something today. <laughs> well, you know that's why we do the show. We <laughs> think Absolutely. <laughs> like, I agreed to this? <laughs> and I do have to apologize, Lane... You are in the Air Force. I am. So, yeah. I don't want to necessarily be that guy, but seriously, I know you're one of the good ones, so thank you so much for your service. Um, shout out to all the men and women serving the country, and anyone you want to say hi to? Not really. A wife, maybe? <laughs> I mean, she's alright. No, I didn't know, yeah. Uh, she sadly couldn't make it out to Louisville with me. Uh, Louisville is my hometown, and this is where I grew up, and this is what I love. She is from Kentucky as well, but she wasn't able to make the trip out here with me. So I know she's a little butthurt back home, but uh, you know, yeah, I love her and I wish she was here with me. She was one of those kind of people that just makes any trip better, you know, when she's with you. So it does suck that she couldn't make it. Well, thank you for your service as well for me. All right, guys. So with uh, the formalities out of the way, uh, we're going to start drinking here. So uh, wheat. Kenyatta, what do you think of when you hear that word? I think of Blue Moon. Okay. <laughs> That's what pops in my head. Belgian? Um, half license, I think, as well. Absolutely. Um, I think slightly lighter beers is uh, what comes to mind. Um, but um, for the most part, uh, I, kind of, I kind of look at it as, uh, you know, maybe more of a traditional old world type of flavor of beers, you know, usually unfiltered as well. Um, you know, they're kind of cloudy. Um, a lot of, lot of orange, you know, orange flavors to it potentially. Uh, a lot of those just pop in my head. And there you go with that word again, light. Light yep. what? <laughs> you gotcha. Fair enough, you got me on that one. Light alcohol. Light alcohol. <laughs> All right, and Lane, when you hear wheat when it comes to beer? I'm going to have to agree with him on the Blue Moon or Shock Top or one of the first two yeah. that come to mind. You know, and it's not really fair because they don't always have it, but I immediately think orange because a lot of wheat beers, uh, it's a pretty common thing to have the orange peel or the orange flavor mixed in. Sure, so, sure. Uh, I usually kind of think of that. And also just strange because it, it the, the wheat kind of makes a beer taste a little different than most other beers. Uh, and which is why a lot of people like it. Absolutely uh, right. It that, just kind of 
So it, I can't really explain it. I don't know all the words and the fanciness. I just know it, it's just strange compared to other beers that I drink. Well, I'm going to put on my professional shoes here and uh, maybe expound upon what it is you're trying to say. Wheat is a very neutral grain, and so when that actually takes majority of, of the malt bill of the grains, that beer is not going to be overly powerful. It is going to be very neutral. And so that actually allows for a lot of twists and turns for a brewmaster to actually put their own influence and creativity into it. With it also is going to allow the yeast strand to really let it uh, stand out and showcase. So when it comes to wheats or Witz in German, a Witzbier is uh, the same thing as a wheat beer. It's going to naturally have some banana, going to have naturally have some clove. It's going to naturally uh, be light in color, but also lower in alcohol. Kenyatta, you're like drooling over your beer over there. You know how to taste. I believe we so. have a very simple table that we go by. Sight, smell, taste, finish, and we come together for a conclusion. Go ahead, lead us off. Take us through the table here. Right. What do you see? What are you smelling? What do you taste? So and how's that finish? It's kind of a yellowish color. Um, you know, if, I, if I'm doing a comparison of colors, it almost looks like a apple juice type of color. Not as gold, or not as uh, dark gold, but, you know, gold. Um, it's not clear, but it's it's not hazy either. Um, smell? Yeah, not really picking anything up right now, but let me taste. I don't think the finish really lingers. It's kind of crisp. Um, let me see if I can pick up anything from a fruit perspective. Maybe a little bit of citrus, orange, maybe, but, you know, kind of, you know, it just, it's crisp, it's, um, yeah, I don't really know. It's, and um, would you elaborate on the finish? So, I think, so let me try this one more time. I don't think there's a lot of, um, of lasting flavor on it. I think it's crisp. I think it just pops in your mouth and leaves right afterwards. That's what I'm tasting at least. Lane, so. what do you think, man? You're coming in with the Fresh Flame palette, and uh, yep. is this enjoyable for you? Or what are you picking up, smell, taste? Uh, it's actually more less not nearly as hazy as I thought it would be for the site yeah. uh, normally when I think of a wheat beer I'm thinking of something that's really kind of cloudy looking but this one's not really at all it just has that I'd agree that apple juice kind of look yeah. to it mm -hmm. you're right this one's pretty smooth like it just uh, yeah. there's not a bite to it at all and it just you taste it and it's gone uh, it doesn't linger at all which I actually usually like in a beer so that's not a, it's not really a plus for me honestly Mm -hmm. But uh, this is something I could drink on like a hot day. It's not overbearing or too heavy, so it's it, it would be good uh, whenever like I don't know if you're going golfing or something, and you don't want something where you're already sweating and you're hot. Yep. And actually, I am picking up a, a little bit more of a finish. I don't know if you guys uh, want to rub the back of your tongue against the roof of your mouth. 
you might feel a little grit. Okay. And what that is is it's essentially astringency from the hops. And that is actually your, your bitterness um, taste receptors being activated from that. And I do think that this lingers on quite a bit, especially for a wheat beer. Hmm. Um, a lot of wheats go ahead, think of that Blue Moon, even though it is a Belgian wheat, so it is technically not the same. But it just very much that citra up front, it mellows out and then it dissipates, it's gone. Uh, this one, it hangs on, it leaves a little bit of grit in the back of your mouth. And um, I think for what the representation is, I do believe it is a little too clear, like Lane has said. Um, I think the flavor is very neutral, um, not much flavor at all, but I do enjoy that finish on the back here. Any last thoughts for the conclusion? I can kind of see what you're talking about now that I'm... Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's, still, it's still pretty light. I can feel it. You kind of, the whole rubbing the tongue on the roof of your mouth, that's, that's kind of what I have to do to really be able to, right, to tell actually, that it's even there. Right, to actually get some flavor out of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm learning a new trick. Yeah. There you go. Definitely learning a new trick. All right. Kenyatta, you might uh, know this saying by now, but without further ado, on to beer number two. <laughs> Lane, I'm going to have you take this one. Again, my friend, it is sight, smell, taste, finish, and then we will come together for a conclusion. Well, sight, this one is more of the traditional look that I was talking about earlier. It's fairly cloudy, uh, a lighter orange, uh, yellowish look to it. I can smell, it smells a little almost sweet for a smell to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't really put a finger on what exactly it is I'm smelling. Mm-hmm. For taste, this one has a little more flavor to it. It is a little sweeter. has just a, a little bit more of a kick to it, more of a bite. Not a lot, but uh, compared to number one, definitely just a, a little bit more. And again, the finish is kind of like the last one. I, it doesn't really have one unless I'm doing your little uh, mm-hmm. trick you taught me a second ago. Mm-hmm. I can kind of feel it. feels a little bit less of a finish, though, as the first one. Hmm. Can you add anything to add? Um, if you ask me what I thought a wheat should taste like, this is probably more up the alley than the first one. Um, Actually, I kind of like this one. Definitely, you can you can get some some notes out of it. I mean, maybe some floral potentially. Um, smell, I'm still not overwhelmed by the smell. It is a little more hazy. Um, still kind of that yellowish color. Um, yeah, I, I would say of the two, this one's a, I can drink this one. Uh, the first one definitely not in my wheelhouse at all so definitely can dig this one so what's your thoughts honestly i'm in agreement with both of you Uh, (laughs) the smell is super delicate as would any wheat be being a neutral grain that it is Uh, the flavor on this one is fantastic Mm -hmm. and 
one thing that I've most definitely picked up about this second one is the carbonation. Mm -hmm. When you sip, it pricks you. Yep. And if you like that, that's great. If you prefer, you know, less carbonation, um, that's fine. It really doesn't matter. Uh, carbonation usually is used to uh, potentially hide flaws, uh, flavor flaws. Um, but I think it it might be a little overcarbonated for my taste. But all in all, I agree. This is what I would expect from a wheat. It's a little more, um, and that's what makes it that hoppy wheat. I definitely actually like the fizz. It's, yep. I don't like flat beers. I agree. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Two-thirds of the way done. We are on our final beer. Kenyatta, how about you take the sights and smell? Lane, I want you to take the taste and finish. Okay. This one, off the bat, I'm picking up a much stronger smell. Right off the bat. Um... Definitely a fruit smell. I can't really place it right now, unfortunately, but definitely picking something up. Uh, color, um, I'd say it's going to be in between the first and the second one. It's definitely got a little haze to it, but it's a little darker in color than the second one. Um, you know, a little more of a gold. But definitely like the smell. I'm intrigued. And the taste. I like it actually. <laughs> um, this one is more bitter than the other two, not by much, but uh, it's got some good flavor to it. I can't put my finger on exactly what it is. I think it's it's more flavorful than the other two, especially the first one. The first one was pretty bland overall, I think. Yeah, uh, I agree with you on the first one. Now, I'm probably I do agree. There's a flavor here. I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm trying to, it's got a little dankness to it. Yeah. Um, and whatever floral notes or, or fruit notes I was smelling, not really picking it up on the taste. It's, it's almost like my nose tricked me into something totally different that I'm tasting. But the more I drink this, the more I'm kind of seeing where you're coming from. And at first, I was going to say, I totally disagree with you, but after my third or fourth sip, <laughs> I'm kind of like, okay, I can see where you're coming from with this. Um, you know, I definitely, this is definitely drinkable. I think it's it's definitely um, a beer that I cannot drink all day like the second one. I think this one's going to catch up to me, and just from a fullness perspective. I mean, this one, It's got dankness, but it doesn't have the bitterness I would expect with the dankness, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of interesting. It's, um, okay, all right. I think the finish, it doesn't even have quite the finish the other two do, though. This one really does just go away. Even trying to do the tongue on the roof mm-hmm. of my mouth trick. Yeah. I'm not feeling the, or holding on to that taste nearly as long as the other two. I would agree with that. It just kind of blows away pretty smoothly. Yep. Definitely. Which I think is one of the reasons I can handle the bitterness of it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm not normally, I don't normally really like bitter, but 
this has some, to me, good flavor behind it. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have a lasting bitterness in my mouth after I drink it. It just kind of goes away right. until my next sip. Right. So this one, uh, to our earlier definition of what to expect from a week, I get a lot of that clove. I think that might be that smell that yeah, you all are getting. Smell. That fruit, I almost pinpointed as strawberry. Um, just real light, delicate, soft. Um, it, it just kind of lures you in, saying, okay, it smells sweet, a little dank, but what exactly is it? But then uh, one of you said it, when you sip it, it's like, holy cow. Um, me personally, I mean, I'm expecting hop, like hops with my wheat, drinking a hoppy wheat beer. This is almost pale ale. Kind of a hint of it, yeah. I can yeah, kind of see where you're coming from. That. It's it's much it's like fuller a body. Little it's, mm-hmm. of the pale ale. it's yeah. much bigger. Yep. Um, which, me personally, I like. However, if someone says, "Oh, what's a good wheat ale, maybe with a little bit of hops," I'd probably stay away from this one. Mm-hmm. I will drink it. I love it. But for someone who's trying to just refine their palate, maybe try something new, I would probably stay away from this one. Yeah, I'd agree. So. Okay, now comes the fun part where you guys tell me which ones you like the best. So, Lane, you are the guest of honor. We want to hear what you have to say first. Well, I'm going to have to go back to front on this one. I think number three, uh, to me, it, it's all about the flavor. It does have the bitterness, uh, but the bitterness goes away pretty quickly. And I just, I, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, you started talking about cloves and stuff. I don't know about all that. But to me, the flavor's there. I like a good, strong flavor. Uh, and of the three, that would definitely takes it for me. And then uh, falling behind number two and three, pretty much as it gets more bland, uh, for this one, uh, but number one, the I think the only time I drink number one is if I'm doing a summer party out somewhere, you know. Because the other two, are, I don't know if I'd want to drink them out in the sun when I'm hot, you know. But number one is very uh, kind of refreshing almost because uh, it doesn't have that bitterness to it like, at all. So, see that? All right, Kenyatta. So. Um, Number two, I think, was my favorite uh, of these. This is, if we're talking about, this is probably the first one that I'm like, yeah, this is kind of what I expect a wheat beer to be as well as what I expect, what I could drink um, as well. And, you know, it's it's good. I mean, for me, it's, it, it hits that mark on the palate. I can drink quite a few of these, you know, in, in the summer, that's not a problem. Um, number three, I think, would be my, my second choice. Uh, since I'm kind of a hop head, it kind of hits on that note. But like you said, it's almost like a pale. So it's kind of a, a cross, which is kind of intriguing. Uh, the first one, I'll, I'll be honest, this is probably the first beer that we've had that I'm just like, I'm, you know, not my style. So I'm just... You know, um, like I said, everyone has a different palate. Drink what you love, love what you drink. But, uh, you know, definitely uh, not my palate on this one. So, you know, I probably ranked that one third on the list. So, so as stepping into the industry professional role here, 
the in- industry professional typically doesn't necessarily rate on what they personally like, mm-hmm. but what the category is and which beer best represents that category. Okay. So if I had to do that, I would have to go two, one, three. Okay. I can see that. I can see. In the sense that two being a hoppy wheat, it still has that body, that fullness. It doesn't overtake or overpower the beer mm-hmm. with that added hop, but it definitely does give that added dimension from from especially number one. Number one, most definitely a wheat beer. That neutral grain just almost, it's beer. Yeah. <laughs> It'll yeah. do the deal. <laughs> and number three was just too heavy. For a wheat beer, like I said, that neutral grain, a little bit can go a long way. And I think number three here may have uh, just overdone it, knocked it off balance a little bit. I see that. Personally, I think I would drink more of the three, but I've got a more refined palate as to what a hoppy wheat ale possibly should be. Mm-hmm. I would go two, two, one, three. Okay. So, right. what's the reveal? The reveal. <laughs> Personally, next to drinking the beers, this is my favorite part of the show where I get to <laughs> do some of the talking. So, beer number one is throughout the Midwest. It is hyped up beyond belief. It is the Three Floyds Gumball Head Hoppy Weed Beer. Wow. I honestly, I truly believe that Three Floyds absolutely has the best marketing. I would debate anybody saying that they have good beer though uh, <laughs> sorry three floyds yeah. <laughs> i will straight up say it that is my bias um but even even in this blind tasting hey but i put them number two like, hey, I, and look you know i am actually a fan of three floyds and uh gumball head was number three on my list now if zombie dust is there, we can talk. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, and yeah, let's be honest, they have misses, like every brewery does. So, Gumball Head's one of them, even though a lot of people like Gumball Head. I, I think Gumball Head, especially for a wheat, I think, you know, it definitely hits that mark. It's very neutral. It allows people to drink it, drink easy. It is neutral. And um, it, it, it will do the job. So a few stats on this beer. The average price is $2.25 for a 12-ounce bottle. The Beer Advocate had this ranked 4.2 out of 5. Beer Connoisseur did not have this rated. Untapped, 4.02 out of 5. And Rate Beer has this beer rated 98 out of 100. What? What? No. What? How much money did they get them? <laughs> so, wow. The description of this beer is an American wheat beer with a refreshing, crisp citrus finish. This delicious session beer is brewed with buttloads of Amarillo hops. Okay. IBUs, I don't believe it, but it says 35. Again, that perceived bitterness is not there for me. 
and the ABV is 5.6%. Yeah, not... No. I don't know about those rankings, but uh, everything else is fine. Okay. So beer number two <laughs> is Boulevard 80 Acre Hoppy Wheat. I do like Boulevard. Yes. This beer, on average price, is a buck fifty for twelve ounces, as opposed to two twenty-five. The Beer Advocate ranked it three point nine one out of five. Beer Connoisseur did not have it ranked. Rate Beer had it ninety-three out of one hundred, and Untapped had it three point six out of five. The description, combining the distinctive strengths of America's two favorite beer styles which would be wheat and IPA, mm-hmm. hoppy wheat. 80 Acre is carefully crafted to deliver the delightful hoppy aroma of an IPA with the crisp, refreshing flavor of a wheat beer. Nailed it, I think. Yeah. Yes. That description's yes. really good. I yes. still don't know about some of those rankings. I think for this one, it's pretty low for me. Yeah, I would agree as well. Uh, like you said, some of this is marketing related. Some yeah. of this is driven by perception. That's why we um, have a job, Kenyatta. I know, exactly. <laughs> and if you haven't had Bullet, and you know, I know, you know, we're not supposed to plug breweries, but I will plug Boulevard because they make really good stuff. Shh, wait till they sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> the IBUs on this beer is 21. And the ABV sits at 5.5%. I, I find the IBUs to be kind of interesting. Let's go back to perceived again. I would expect that to be a bit higher, but neither here or there. So, but good. It's, I think they nailed it. Beer number three. I did stay local here. Anyone kind of out of the Louisville area? One, please let us know. Well, we'd love to have you on the show. But you've got to visit this brewery. It is mile-wide and I hope I pronounce this right, Ann Yong. Okay. A-N-N-Y-O-N-G. The average price on this beer is $2.40. It is sold in four packs of 16 ounces, so that $2.40 is, you know, per 12 ounces of beer. Beer Advocate, being so small, didn't have it. Beer Connoisseur didn't have it ranked. Great beer, I didn't find anything. But Untapped actually had this 3.74 out of 5. And again, I think this beer kind of missed the mark on what a hoppy wheat should be. I think they overdid it on that hop. To my personal palate, I like it. Yep. Yep. I'd agree. Gentlemen, any final thoughts? I need to come back more often and do this. I love drinking beer, and I don't mind talking about it. So. Well, we do beer, wine, and spirits. So when we do the bourbon show, maybe that's a oh, yeah, a good here. one to come back on. Um, you know, like I was telling uh, Spence at the beginning of this, uh, you know, now we're starting to kind of leave, leave my wheelhouse a little bit, which is good. And, um, you know, it's kind of funny because, you know, I've had Gumball Head before. But, you know, when you start to pair them with different beers of that same category, you start to really get a feel of what's different, what's the same, and, and um, you know, start to notice nuances and find something about the beaten path. I mean, you know, like I said, I think Boulevard hit the nail on the head, um, you know, while, and I love Mile Wide, and while it might be off balance, I would still drink it because... You know, I think they, they did a good job of what they're trying to do. And, um, 
you know, and the other thing I've noticed about these beers is all of these were in that $2 range. So they're a little bit on the higher price side. So, which compared to last week, we had a, uh, we had a Voodoo Ranger, which was, you know, a buck 25. Too. Yep. But that Boulevard 80 Acre, that was a buck 50. Yep, that's true. A six pack of that I'm, I picked up for eight ninety nine. I've seen it for seven ninety nine. Yep. So average price, it really depends on where you go, what deals you know the yep. the specific store can get. Mm-hmm. But on average, you can probably find that for not much more than a Coors Light or Miller Light. Right. So I mean, it's definitely giving a whirl, and you know, obviously, stay local. We'd love for you to buy the Miller Light stuff. But sure. hey, if you're trying to get something a little bit different to palate definitely try to boulevard all right well lane thank you so much all the way from wichita yeah is that right that's where you're at now Mm -hmm. love having you home brother great to see you as always kenyatta always a pleasure always sir thank you so much no problem and to our listeners hey thank you for being here please follow us on facebook like follow share facebook.com slash advocates the number two advocate. And we are, of course, looking for sponsors. So if you do have a small business and want to get a little read through throughout here as we uh, start up, start building an audience, we would love to speak with you. And believe it or not, did you all know that we're like 120 days from Christmas? I know. Are we going to start plugging our, our uh, show? Well, <laughs> it, we'll do a Halloween party too. But if you all, <laughs> if any of you listeners would like to actually do something a little different, stand out from the crowd, and actually host a wine, beer, or spirits tasting, and you want to have a professional, please contact us. My email is spence at advocates, the number two advocate. That is S P E N C E at advocates, plural, the number two advocate, singular.com. We would love to come by and help host your tasting. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show. Next week, we will be starting our Oktoberfest series. That is right, it's that time of year. This is a three week series where we explore the many different Oktoberfest styles. You thought Sammy Adams was the only Oktoberfest out there? Think again, my friends. This is a series you will not want to miss. Until then, as always, Kenyatta. Drink what you love and love what you drink. But always drink responsibly. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Cheers.